everybody, welcome back to the PTC podcast. It's been ages since we've done one, but uh, I'm here with Warwick McNichol having done an epic adventure at the weekend that we just had to, part of getting through it was just we have to talk about this on the podcast. So it's hopefully a little rebirth of the podcast anyway. Warwick, how you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Recovered, feeling strong. Nice little trot this morning to shake out the cobwebs. Oh, you went for a run? Um, yeah, a little 12k with Dusty actually. Really? Um, yeah, so nice little trot around Raven Ranches and yeah, feeling, feeling good. Ready to, ready to rumble. Yeah, Dusty was on the trip as well. So um, you, me, Dusty and Arunka took on a 24-hour adventure race. How are you feeling? You're obviously feeling fine now. Yeah, um, physically I'm fine. Um, Sleep-wise, sleep deprivation-wise, it's taken its toll a bit. Um, not just because of the race, but the build to the race because we had to leave Dubai so late at night and then tr- travel through the night and then, like, so the sleep is completely out of out of whack and out of sync. But um, as a whole, honestly, I'm fine. Just a little bit tired. That's it. Do you want to tell people what an adventure race is? Like, for the, anybody who has no idea what we were doing? Yeah, sure. So, um, an adventure racing typically is anything from six hours to seven days of of continuous racing um and what you what you do is you get given a map and they give you legs within a map to accomplish and within those legs you have three four five ten fifteen twenty checkpoints depending on on the race director and a leg generally consists of a run hike something along those lines a um bike or a kayak, or a abseil, or something along that those lines, but it's all man-powered. It's all about you getting you from A to B, and then you're given a map, and you got to find your way from checkpoint to checkpoint to checkpoint, to transition, then transition, then go checkpoint, checkpoint, checkpoint to the next transition, and you basically go on this adventurous journey through the wildest parts of, of a country, in, in essence. And then you've got a team of four, um, and you have to have one of the opposite opposite sex in the in the team, and that's that's the beauty of adventure racing right there. And a very important part is you have a map and you have no GPS. Yes, so yeah, so basically what happens is that the that they call it like a, a, a dark zone or like well not a dark zone sorry it's like a cutoff where you actually take your phone or any GPS devices you turn them off and then you're not allowed to activate a phone or GPS or anything like that again until the end of the race and they actually seal your phone so you're like one phone for emergency and they seal that phone with like tape or whatever however they do it and they make sure that you do not have access to that phone at all throughout the throughout the race yeah so warwick found me in mid-august like what are you doing september 9th and i was like september 9th the weather's gonna be fine and go for, he probably wants to go for like a three-hour run or something in dubai yeah i'm not doing anything fine why uh, we're going to do a adventure race in India, 24 hours. It's like, shit. Okay. Well, I've already committed to it, so I guess I'm in. Um, so we had to do... So we flew out... When did we fly out? On Thursday night? Yeah, so we, we flew Thursday night at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, we landed at around 4 o'clock. We got to our hotel at around 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the race organizers were very kind to, to say that because they're from pretty much eight o'clock in the morning, they had activities to make sure that we're competent and ready. But because we all knew how to kayak, they said we could skip the kayak session. 
Um, so we actually had a good six hours sleep mm, then. Yeah. Um, and then went and joined the rest of the teams and, and did that whole build. But there was no sleep through that whole night. Yeah. And then that little sleep in, in the morning. And a full day's work as well the day before. And a full like day's work, yeah. It was this 5 a.m. wake-up <laughs> call for me, whatever, 4.45 on that Thursday morning. Um, and yeah, so then we had that day of admin. We got we got whatever, we kit check, some little speeches. Um just hanging around, seeing the other teams. And then when we went to bed, we were up at 2 a.m. Was it half two? Yeah, so I think we, we got home to, if I remember correctly, we got to the back to the hotel at around 9, nine o'clock that night, I yeah. think. Then we did the packing and everything like that. I think we were in bed by oh, 11 yeah, yeah. after like <laughs> team talks and the kit packing and, and stuff like that. Because there's a lot of strategy involved as well in this. Like yeah. th- That's one thing you can't really overlook is that we spent that first night sort of because I hadn't done one before. I don't know. Arunka hadn't done a long one like that before. I think she has she done anything before. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so it was your first ever adventure race. Yeah. And Dusty and Arunka had done a couple little uh, races in, in Dubai, but they're all around six hours. So it was like a more of a tester teaser. And um, yeah. So for for you guys, it was your first actual long adventure, first proper adventure race. To be honest yeah. with you. So we had the first. Because on the day, you get your schedule at the meet the day before, and it was like leg one, checkpoint one, two, three, four, transition zone, bag A, which is our first supply bag, and then there's checkpoint four, five, six, seven, A, and then there's another transition zone and the next few checkpoints, and then you meet bag A again, and then you meet bag B again just before the end. So you can stash some supplies in the bags. So we had to plan that as well, because we were expecting one of those legs to be a, a kayak leg. Um, so that's yeah, that was pretty much that night. Eh? the night before, I was trying to figure out what goes into what bags. So when we wake up, we just get dressed and go. Yeah, so so they give you what's called like a, a race book, and in that race book, it tells you the different legs, so the different from transition to transition, um, and then it tells you how many checkpoints, but it also tells you there roughly how long it'll take you from start to transition A or transition one, and then it allows you to plan as a team of how much food, carbs, whatever you bring into into that leg. Um, and that's, that's, that's that whole strategy side you take yeah. because the, the, the bag A for this particular race was A was the bike bag. So anything that you need bike related was in bike A and then anything you needed uh, run related or kike related was in, in uh, bag B. And um, that was how the logistics worked for, for that, that, that race. So our first leg, when we, well, well, let's, yeah, we got up at 2 a.m. Was it 2 or 2? Th- anyway, 2 a.m. Yeah, 2 a.m. Me at 3, so we get dressed, we get a taxi, we get two taxis down because we had your, both your bike boxes had to go in the back seat or on the roof or something, I can't remember. Mm. So two taxi, taxi up, taxi back, taxi with the rest of us. Dusty brought 8,000 tennis balls to donate to the kids. So we're looking around this gigantic Santa sack of tennis balls, um, which the airport security did not like <laughs> we landed in goa and they're like what is this and he pulls me around to the tv screen and it looks like an entire suitcase of dinosaur eggs like i was like oh no and i was like they're tennis balls and he's like what and i was like they're tennis balls i'll show you so open up my bag hand him i had to hand him the tennis ball like have a look cut it open there's no cocaine in there knock yourself out pal and they did the same to everyone else's your both your boxes both your bike boxes had uh, tennis balls in them so where you guys we made your bike up the night before as well didn't you you built your bikes the night before yeah and then uh we show up at 3 a.m 
I think it was like a 5 a.m. departure to the gate. Yeah. But there was a bit of a slow issue with packing the bikes into a truck. So we didn't leave. Did we leave at 7? Yeah, we left. So the, the, we were meant to leave at 5.30 and we ended up leaving at 7 o'clock in the morning from, mm. from that location. I think it was around then. Yeah. Um, hard to hard sales. Also, I was quite sleep, like sleepy then. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. I wanted to just nap on that bus. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, th- what they did is they had um, a truck that you had to load all the bikes in. But the guy that was loading the truck didn't load it correctly. Instead of loading the bikes, oh yeah, like long ways in. Super neat yeah, and tidy. He, he literally just put, 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 put. And by <laughs> the time it got to the last 10 bikes, 15 bikes, they literally started piling them on top of each other. Then they had to bring them into the bus and stuff. But that's, it's all mine. And, and honestly, and like I'd like to say this now early, like kudos to the race organizers because yeah. there was no problem too big or no problem like that that, that was... They, they just dealt with it. They, yeah. they ran with the punches and, and yeah. put on an incredible event. Yeah. Um, and like you said, yeah, we napped on that bus until we got woken up. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, do you want me, do you want me yeah, to you said. Um, so, yeah, so we're driving up and probably about an hour into into the drive up to, um, to the start line. So what happened is they had a, a race HQ where everything was based and the bike transitions and all the meetings happened the day before. And then they chucked us in buses and we had an hour and a half two hour drive up to a secret location which was the start of of the race and i actually can't even tell you where that location no, I don't was either. because it was at some reserve yeah the gate of, of a reserve but yeah. we never were really told until we got the maps and on the maps the name wasn't actually there yeah, yeah um, but anyway okay. so on the drive up we were all sleeping or napping in the in the bus me and mark were snuggled next. against each other at that stage <laughs> yeah exactly and and then um we just had this Boom. Yeah. And yo, somebody smashed into, into the bus. <laughs> so that was, and he would have been going fast because that screech was long. That was yeah. four or five seconds of everybody yeah. woke up before yeah. the bang. And then I remember I just woke up and I just see everyone getting thrown against the, the side <laughs> window and then back down. So we, yeah. we stalled for that, figured that out, and then we went on. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Then there's more strategy when you get your maps at the start gate. Yeah, so, so basically what happens then... We this is the bit that went completely over my head. So I was, I was sort of learning everything until you got the map, because yeah. you were our team captain. Yeah. You got the map, and then you started writing on the piece of paper all these things, and I was like, I've, I'm lost. Yeah, so basically what, what happens when, when we arrived, it's sorting out bags and, and kit and little bits and pieces. And then they were, it was actually brilliant. They gave us like a little breakfast, a local style breakfast um, with some bananas and stuff mm. like that just to get some extra energy topped up. And then you hand yourself in and they then tape that cell phone and then uh, they then eventually hand you the maps. And the reason why they do that is so you can't start google searching the route and everything like that and going to sections that might be technical or hard and trying to find trails on google maps or whatever so once your phones are in they give you the maps and this particular event had the first two legs so from transition from start to transition one to transition two all on one map so you then had to and they had a master map so they had two maps on the on the table You'd take your map and you'd see where they place that. Ah, uh, that's that, what was going on. Those checkpoints okay. on the map. So it wasn't that you're given the map with checkpoints placed already. Mm. You had to see and calculate where they placed it and then place it exactly on the same location on, on your map. I see. So if you got that wrong, yeah. you're going to be in the total wrong direction. It adds another whole atmosphere to it. Even if struggle. you get it right, you might have been in the wrong direction as we found it. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so then we got the maps and then literally you plot the locations and then we actually, it was quite chaotic there. 
Yeah. And I wanted to just get away from the hustle and bustle just so I could focus. So we went to another little hut. Yeah. And we um, sat at a little bench and, and sat down and worked out like our route that we wanted to take. It was pretty much one route that you could take. Um except for up a hiker bike section, which we'll, we'll get into now, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty straightforward. So we plotted the, well, I plotted the route, spoke to, to Dusty, who has worked with a bit a little bit of maps and stuff like that, but just basically got the feeling of, of what we thought was, was right. Yeah, I left that bit to you guys. I was like, I don't even know what's supposed to be happening here. I know you're looking at the maps and stuff, but yeah. anyway, you guys crack on. Yeah. Um, just, sorry, just on there. So, so what I actually do is, and this is just to give people that take adventure racing onto the next level, yeah. is I actually try to calculate. So, for example, the start to the first little trail that we're meant to jump on, um, according to the scale of the map, it was meant to be three kilometers. So then I knew if we were running six and a half minutes a K, mm -hmm. roughly how long. So I was watching my watch to check how long we would need to, or be, have an understanding of where we need to turn. Yeah. And then I knew along that next trail, we're going uphill for probably around five Ks. And then at around five Ks, we should get to a fork. And then at that fork, we should go left and then we should go down to a waterfall and there should be a pink house. So you're calculating all of that. And then pretty much according to the map, we are then at to run backwards after that first checkpoint along the route for a kilometer before we get to a sneaky little trail that they've built mm. that will take you to a house where the second checkpoint was. So I'm calculating, writing all of these notes on the map. So then I have an understanding. So I'm not standing, looking, searching the map and actually trying to study the map every time. Um, so it just allows me to, okay, cool, cool. Look at it, five kilometers along this trail, there should be a fork. Go for five kilometers, get to a fork go down that road that, that that fork yeah and it ended up being pretty quick eh, when we got in the gate yeah so i mean it it, it happens these are, this is the reality of, of, of racing yeah. especially in beautiful places like like india yeah. and some countries and even the uae the maps aren't like proper topographic maps and the race organizers do the best they they yeah. can do with what they what they got and this particular map was a lot of google maps and um what what actually ended up happening is they um they had a scale on the bottom left, but it actually wasn't to scale of what was represented on the map. So that first road section where we went off to go left, yeah, it was meant to be three kilometers. And I remember like distinctively, like three kilometers, we long, run along here. And within 500 meters, yeah. everyone started darting up, yeah, this, yeah. up this hill. And I was like, oh, sheepers, do we follow them? Do we go our own route how do we how do we actually handle yeah. this, this situation? immediately you had a decision to make yeah yeah and we did we followed we followed them and yeah. it, it worked out fine yeah follow them got to the first checkpoint we were running for about 10k and then we got on the you said something a second which doesn't really drive up my memory we did we get to the first transition bag before we got our bikes or did we get our bikes before that so, so, so did we get to the first transition zone so we ran the first leg yeah 10k whatever it was 9k one checkpoint kept running and then we got to our bag after that bag and buck oh so really? that was it so, so what happened was we went up into the forest we got the first checkpoint hanging off the tree yeah we then took a sneaky little trail um like contouring along uh, to a little village and yeah. in that village we had um Dubai. sings yoga yogi or something like that was was the name of the checkpoint house or whatever um and then we got that checkpoint and then we went down the road to like an intersection where the transition area was. And then that's where they had the bikes. Okay, and yeah. do you remember that guy was cutting down the tree and it was yeah. all like right by us yeah, when he came yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a chainsaw on a tree. 
right above <laughs> 50 people yeah like serious <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that but yeah yeah i do remember that and then we were on the bike for uh, for <laughs> the hiking bike <laughs> oh the hiking bike so we got onto our bikes and we were, i had a rented bike so it was not state of the art it was perfect for a rented bike to go mountain biking with your friends in the jungle for five kilometers yeah no issue for a little <laughs> for, a, for a jaunt around the park but and it was okay for the first five kilometers. It was okay for the. It was okay. I wouldn't really yeah. complain about it because I didn't. I was lazy enough to just pick a bike up and you get to India. Like, what do you expect? Um, so the first sex, the first bike section was called a hike a bike or or a bike a hike, whatever. What was yeah, it so so it's, it's a hike a bike. Um, but basically, what what this particular race was is we had probably around ten kilometers of actual biking. So it was through a, a road and, and, and like uh, off-roads and stuff Trails, like that. Yeah, Trails, yeah, To a little village where we had to check in that, uh, pick up another checkpoint. Yeah. And then from that checkpoint, we then dropped down onto some single track. Yeah. And it was quite nice rideable at first. And then, um, <laughs> and this is where it got very interesting, is we then started going up this hill and then it was too rocky and technical to ride. Yeah. So then you start carrying your bike and pushing yeah. your bike and going uphill for, I mean, we went uphill for two, three hours. Yeah, hours. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, my hamstrings, are, my quads were starting to cramp. My groin was starting to cramp. And I'm, we didn't have a watch because I didn't have, I didn't have any time. I didn't know what the time was. So I'm thinking we're two, three hours into this and I'm already cramping. Like, this is going to be a long day. It's for, if the best thing I could think about was it's like pushing a very light, Prowler from a gym up a hill for hours. Very light, but for hours, just endless. And then you get a little bit of a downhill, jump on your bike, go downhill, and then back, back up the hill. So we're going on for ages. And Mark had mentioned something about, like, he, he's not too sure which way to go. Should we be going uphill or not? And I was like, we shouldn't really be going uphill. This doesn't make sense. And I had in my mind 500 meters. We were going to go up 500 meters and then down. And I was like, I'm pretty sure we started already at a couple of hundred meters. We've probably gone about 500 meters now from my experience going up. And we're, we're right at near the top of this mountain and there's still more up. And everyone's like, oh, look at these amazing views uh, you know, out, to the, out to the right. And then we stopped and we had, a, we had a think. And Mark's like, look guys, this is what I think. I think the checkpoint is down that way. I don't think we should be going up. I think we're going way too high. This doesn't make sense, all this altitude. So you put the map on the ground and from my minimal experience with maps, I'm like, shit, that, that bit there that we passed is a saddle. And we're nowhere near a saddle. And we're not going to see a saddle up here. We've gone past the saddle. Because you can kind of see on the map this shadowy uh, stretch, which is obviously the shadow of the hill. So we're on top of this hill. The shadow's to the left. And the checkpoint is down to the further to the left on the map. And our trail leads us down that way. So Warwick was trying to decide, do we go back? Or do we go up? So him and Dusty had a conversation. Dusty thought because the uh, because the cameraman and because the rest of the group were all still going up that this would have been the right way. We still should go up. And I remember thinking, no, like the more you say that, the more we shouldn't go up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I and remember and the cameraman can't say anything. And Dusty's like, yeah, but the cameraman wouldn't go up if we weren't meant to go up. And I was like, no, Dub. Of course he would. Like you would. That's yeah. where the action happens. That's what he's been paid to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I remember when. He was pushing back a little bit, and I was on your team, and I was like, I, I think we need to go down. Yeah. And I think it's a worth the risk, because then we'll be ahead, because everyone's just gone. Everyone else has just bombed up this hill. Yeah. And uh, I remember the moment where he started to listen to you. <laughs> He's like, what? Oh, 
yeah and i was just like look look it's happening he's realizing <laughs> he's realizing he's realizing he goes okay let's go down so we yeah. turned around you turned went back down the hill and we're trying to find a trail to the right we go down 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 maybe three or four i don't know how long maybe 15 20 minutes half yeah, an hour about, no about 20 minutes yeah 15, yeah it wasn't minutes. too far and we stop and mark goes right stay here we need to be finding a trail to the right you disappeared off into the trees in put your bike down it absolutely lashed rain i mean it lashed rain as soon as we started as soon as the gates opened it lashed rain mm. so we were absolutely drenched to the skin throughout this whole day overcast lashing rain warm rain as well and uh you came back on right there's no trail there like long story short on this bit there's no there's no trail yeah so so just just so from 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 my perspective with the maps and stuff like that is um when we're going up along that trail i the contours weren't clear and because it was like a, a a Google Earth, but with a lot of green foliage, like yeah. highlighted on the map. It was map. like a screenshot that had then been printed. Exactly, yeah. And it, it didn't quite represent the contours or, or anything like that that were on the ground. So we couldn't really see where the saddle was what, yeah. what and, and the altitude of the saddle. Because that's what normally happens. You cool altitude, you check your altitude. This is where you need to start going down. You start bombing down. You find a trail and you go down. But then on the bike as well, on the way up, I, I remember like, distinctively seeing a trail go to the left. And I was like, I even said to Dusty, I was like, bro, I, I think we should be going down there. But again, because the first, and it's the same map we're on now, we're on the same map because yeah. we haven't received a new map yet. Um, everyone was going up. And last time I thought we should have been going straight, straight because it wasn't 3Ks yeah. at the start. Everyone went up and they were right. So... We just like cool, let's yeah. just go. But then what happened when we got to that checkpoint at the top or that that, that viewpoint at the yeah. top and we overlooked this whole valley? Instantly I could just see the river where you could see the mountain range and on the map it represented and then you could see the shape of the river and the flow of the river yeah. that represented exactly what the map was showing. And I was like, guys, we need to And the down checkpoint there. was right beside now. that river. Yeah, and I actually whipped out my compass there. And I got the map set up uh, correctly with north and true north and everything like that. And basically everything that was represented on the map, including the mountains in the distance, yeah. were all saying we needed to be down there. Yeah. And that's that's eventually and, and it was like you said, like Dussie's like a penny dropped with Dussie is like It slowly dropped. Right. It took about thirty <laughs> seconds. It took about thirty but the the first, yeah. Yeah. His pushback just stopped. Then he listened <laughs> and then he was like, Oh, then he looked out over the landscape, then he looked back at the map yeah. and I could see the okay, right, we're going back down. Yeah. Um so we went down, you went looking for that trail that was now going to go down to our right. Mm -hmm. Couldn't find it. Yeah, so so on, on that also, sorry, just to jump in there, because there, there's so many different perspectives. You've got like your perspective, that's, everyone's got their perspective of what yeah, actually yeah, yeah. went down and what, and what <laughs> happens. So from my side, like as a, as a team captain, number one, and the map reader, like I'm trying to make the best decision for the team. And I know, I can already see the depletion in the team. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to make an educated decision like, Okay, cool. Let's go down 10 minutes only. If we don't, or 10, 20 minutes. If yeah. we don't see a turn to the right within 10, 20 minutes, we follow the rest of them because this main trail has to lead somewhere. Yeah. So we follow the main trail and that will take us, whether it's the right um, town or not, we can work it out from there whether we have to cycle extra 10 kilometers out, but at least we're off the mountain and people can get water because now we're starting to run out yeah, of water yeah, and yeah. all of that. Yeah. So I've got that in the back of my mind while trying to negotiate the, this whole yeah. map conundrum and, and stuff like that and you also just don't want to be going up a mountain when yeah. like yeah. what we didn't realize and i thought about this after was by in that valley from the top of the hill we could see this pink temple yes 
and that was we just that was just a random pink temple when we were on top of the hill. So when we went back down, you went looking for the trail, couldn't find it. We decided, all right, our 10 to 20 minutes was up. The gamble we tried to take didn't pay off. Let's go back up the hill and get after the group. Yeah. So we turn around, we go back up the trail we've just gone up. And then you went a little bit further ahead <laughs> <laughs> and then just turned around and go, I just see you coming back through the, st through the photos. Go back. They're all coming down. They're all coming down. Go back. Go back. Go back. <laughs> so we just picked up 180 our bike, jumped on the bike and hightailed back yeah. down the mountain. And now it was a case of it's on. We're winning. <laughs> we need to go. We know what we should have stuck. We, we should have stuck to our guns and gone further down when yeah. we decided to go yeah. down. And, and that's a, and that's the hard part, honestly, with with the whole thing. And the hard part, the beauty, the trauma of of adventure yeah. racing is because of the the specific situation. Like yeah. Normally, I'd back myself. I'd be like, "Done. We need to go down there. Let's go back. Let's find a way down. Let's us in the story. No, no questions asked. Yeah. But because it was at a scale. Yeah. I didn't back myself. And yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew we had to be going down. I knew it. I knew we had to be down there. But we didn't do it. Didn't react early enough. And to have yeah. the hesitation and that doubt in your mind, that doesn't help, eh? Yeah, and it was because we'd followed them the first time. They, yeah. they were right. They were correct the first yeah. time. Um, so yeah, which we took off straight back down. I went over the handlebars at one point <laughs> in that stage. Uh, uh, did you see that? I didn't. I heard the drama because you were literally <laughs> just behind me. And I heard like the OF kind of situation, and then yeah. Yeah, I went over the handlebars at that stage. So when we were hightailing back down, just we we're going too fast. I'm not skilled. My bike was not the right size. Technically, my front wheels were too small for the speed I was going at. <laughs> so I found out later. But I just went left. I don't know over the handlebars. Anyway, I put my right arm down, like down a hill. And just because there was so much foliage on the right, it caught me. Yeah. And it didn't hurt my shoulder. I thought it was going to hurt my shoulder. I got up thinking, oh, that's okay. Actually, my shoulders are, my fingers are really sore, which are, they're still sore. But mm. fine, keep going. Got into the dense jungle again, and we turned right. And I'll tell you what was interesting was the whole thing just exploded into life at that stage. We'd been dragging our ass up and down that mountain, yeah. kind of not arguing, but just unsure of what was going on. And then when we saw these boys coming back down the mountain, it was like, boom, like the whole, the whole game just blew wide open. And I was like, this is cool. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Turned, in, in, turned right into the jungle, tried to get away from people so they couldn't see us where we turned right because we knew we had to turn right. We didn't want them to follow us. Maybe they'll keep going straight. And for some reason, there was a team ahead of us down that right turn. So we caught up with this other team. And then the real adventure started. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> so we there's this actual trail that you're talking about now that we end up turning right down. That's a trail that we cycled past. I was like, I'm sure we should be going down to the left somewhere here. Yeah. Like, and we you don't know, you don't know, because on the map it showed one trail only. It didn't show multiple trails or anything like that. It showed one trail, and it was a smaller trail off to the left or now to the right. Yeah. Was to come back so on the way up, it was left for way down, it was right, and. It, it was a smaller trail, but it was a trail. Yeah. So we took it. It was a very obvious trail. It was a very obvious trail. We yeah. took it. At that stage, it was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out not so obvious. <laughs> it turned out that this trail led us to a river, which then turned into the river, which then turned into waterfalls <laughs> and streams <laughs> and logs across the river and like rocks that were just like ice, an ice rink and like seven, eight foot drops into the next section of the river. So we just... The other team were there with us, one of the local teams, and they had enough. They they just 
you turned out of there. And you, you and me had the same mindset. Dusty and Arunka were a little bit questioning, do we keep going down, do we go back up? Because it, was, it wasn't it was dangerous, but this is not the right way. And at any moment in this, we either reach a 25-foot waterfall or there's just overgrowth right across the river, and we have to go back up. So we're risking this continuing to pursue this down <laughs> down this waterfall we had no water at that stage or we had our dribbles left and everybody had like 10 mils left in each of their little flasks and uh, you were just like look we have to go down we need to get off this mountain it's better to go down and i was like 100 percent, we're going down yeah so from 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 my side is it's we've got four athletes in the middle of this ravine we know we have to go down here somewhere we don't know if we're on the right trail or not the right trail. They may be in the right trail. You don't know it yeah. because there is no proper evidence that it is or isn't the right trail. There was that one tree. The one tree that, oh, was, the, 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 that was cut. That was cut yes. by a saw right yes. in the middle of the yeah. of the tr- of the of the nothing. Yeah. But it had clearly been cut by a saw. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, maybe someone has come by here. Yeah. But and, and this is and, and and what I'm saying is, so if we had gone, hadn't carried on going down. And we turned around and gone up. That's another hour, exactly. two hours added exactly. to no water, yeah, to yeah. risking. I think, look, we would have been fine drinking the water. It was straight off the mountain. I don't think there would have been a problem with it if push comes to shove and it's an emergency. But it was, for me, it was, cr- I didn't see anything that we were going down yet that was too dangerous for us to yeah. handle as a team. Yeah. We're all competent. We're all yeah. pretty adventurous. And, and this is what adventure racing yeah. is. It's making that decision and going down that waterfall and passing a bike from one t- team to another teammate yeah. to another teammate and eventually it's, it's teamwork. It's, it's that section that I love the most about the whole entire Yeah, race. I would say the same. For sure. I mean, that was also the moment where I realized that my bike was five times heavier than everyone else's bike because <laughs> passing the bikes down and I got this, these two feathers handed to me yeah. and then my bike and Arunka's bike is like, oh no, yeah. I see what's going on here. But uh, yeah, I was the same. I was like, look, up is too much effort. We're not, because we would have to beat our way back up the mountain. Because we didn't just walk down. We had to beat our way down. Yeah. I'm not beating my way back up. I'd rather keep beating my way down mm. and then just get out of this river somehow. Yeah. So I don't know how long we were there for. We had no water. Dusty drank through that life straw thing out of the, out of the, and Arunka, yeah. the thing. I didn't, did you? No, no, no. No, I didn't either. No. I was like, I can suck this up. I'm not going to die. Yeah. Um, my, in my mind, I was like, look, there, there's massive canopy foliage over us. We're never getting help out of here. Worst case, we leave the bikes. We walk out. We, mm. can, we can wiggle our way through all this stuff. We'll be fine. Um, but then we got to the end eventually, to cut that bit short. And uh, we got this, this, this wider valley where very obviously to the right, we're on the left riverbank. Very obviously to the right, there was an obvious trail. But up to the left are like 10 o'clock as we looked out off the hill. You couldn't really be sure if there was something there or not, if there was a trail. Do we? And we knew, we knew we had to go right, but we had to be on the left of the river. So we were trying to weigh this up. And the next thing we looked up the mountain at our 6 o'clock, and the boys are again coming back down the mountain. It was like, oh, fuck, we're, it's on again. We're back in the lead. Yeah, this thing just <laughs> exploded again. We're, we're winning again. This is the right way. So we went straight across the river again, back up mm. the other hill, and gone. And then by that stage, all the crews just bunched up together in the next yeah. like hour coming across this trail. It was pretty steep. It was pretty unstable. Where Everybody was walking, carrying their bikes. Mm. Um, and then we finally got out, and my favorite bit, one of my two favorite bits, was we finally got out, and we're in this flat valley, 
the river is beside us now, super chill, just flowing and streaming along. And this, this lush green grass, this really red trail that the bike was on, all these small trees just dotted around. I remember thinking, this is the bit that I've been looking forward to for the last four hours, whatever it is, three hours, like this bit. This is amazing. And it was smooth, it was flat, easy to cycle. Everybody was relieved and happy. And we pulled around a corner and we get to the pink temple. Yeah. Of course that's the checkpoint. Of course it is. Of we course knew it was that's a temple, it just didn't say pink temple on the, oh. on the description. Of course that's why didn't why do we have yeah. any hesitation? Yeah. From the top of the mountain, the pink temp the pink thing is not just they're not gonna not use the pink temple in the middle of this valley. So anyway, we got our checkpoint and, and on off we went. Got our soda water. Yeah, that was that was my favorite part. So one of my, one of my favorite parts, I think. Obviously, the Hakkabak for me is just it's pure adventure. It's yeah. it's wild. It's rustic. It's hard. It's I got it's a thousand tough. thorns in my hand yeah, still. Exactly. I pulled a thorn out of my yeah. hand earlier today. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we get to the, we get the checkpoint, a hundred two hundred meters from the checkpoint. We're riding down and we see a little, um, shop to the right hand side, and Harumka's out of water. Keith's out of water. I had a little bit left. Dusty had nothing left, and we like pull in there. I go to the shop, I buy it, like a whole packet of waters and I come back down and there's a Rimka taken, like a pack of like everything and she's dived into this little like, you know, like by the side of the road, yeah. you have like these gutters. Yeah. And inside this gutter is like pure flowing, clean, fresh water. And there her is just lying down with like media crews take it, and the locals just staring at her, laughing at her, lying in this, in this water, like just... Yeah cooling down and just taking it in so i throw her water but to me it was it's so much of what adventure race stands for yeah she's pushed herself so hard so far beyond yeah. possibly what she's pushed herself before and this little <laughs> bit of lifeline yeah just rejuvenates her and you just see her passion her power her love just come back to life from just lying in this river and embracing this this moment and and what she's just done and yeah that was that was an epic moment until two minutes later <laughs> what happened two minutes later um so then we basically get the waters because i missed that i was down the road on the, yeah, the street yeah. corner no no you you're so, so basically what happened then is you came back up we all got yeah. water we had two soda water three soda waters each, yeah whatever it was and we jumped on the bikes and we started cruising and, oh and um, yeah literally not even a kilometer Um, yeah, so we, we basically, you came back, we had two, three soda waters, um, and then we jumped on the bikes and we carried on to transition area two, which was bike to, bike to bike actually, but you got your bags again, and then activity. And we got about 100 meters, 200 meters into this, this bike after this little shop. And I get a call from Harimka back, Warwick! So I turn around and look back and her pedal's falling off oh, her bicycle. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, sheepers. So I go back, put it back on for her, ride 50 meters 100 meters it falls off again and ride again and it falls off again so eventually it comes to this, the the decision now of listen <laughs> we can't keep going back and forth we had a little tow rope attached to the back of my bike we hooked it up to her handlebars and we towed her to transition to get the next well to transition first and then yeah yeah well we, we i mean when you say we towed her you towed her but it's I a know, thing. yeah, but it was all <laughs> you, but it was all you. This is the point. This is the this middle part of the day was my my toughest struggle. I don't know yeah. why. 
Um, it was still overcast. I think the rain had stopped at that stage, but this is I found myself getting off the bike the most in this part of the day. Yeah, the, and this is this is now three o'clock in the afternoon, four o'clock in the afternoon, because by the time we got onto the next section, it was already dark. Yeah. So this is late in the afternoon. We'd be going for a good couple hours already, like seven, eight hours, nine hours. Yeah. So we we now like get into the the deep side of, of for, adventure racing. For whatever reason, this was the toughest slog. And now I'm thinking I got a whole half a day still. We're not even 12 hours into this 24 hour thing. Anyway, we got looking for the next checkpoint at some point, and the map didn't match what the road said. So we double gassed ourselves and we took off down the road and then we cycled all the way and you're still towing a runka up and down road hills like big things. And then we finally turned this corner and we're at the transition zone. We're all the organizer and it's like, we shouldn't be here yet. Yeah. We should have got a checkpoint before we got here. Yeah, so, so, so the map showed a river that went to a four-way stop. And then at that four-way stop, there was five kilometers from the, from the, the shop basically. And we cycled through a, 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 a um, four-way stop kind of thing. It wasn't really a four-way stop, but we cycled through a little four-way intersection, but it was only 500 meters a kilometer away mm. from the, the, the shop. So according to the map, it could never have been the intersection that we needed it to be. Yeah. So then, and it didn't have a, r a major river between it before it. So then what we did is we rode and we eventually got to a major river. And just after that major river, was the transition four-way stop okay and then just after that four so at the four-way stop we turned left and we meant to turn left for a k and a half or two k's whatever it was and then you're meant to get a fork in the road and at that fork in the road we meant to turn left and then have the 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 um checkpoint just on the left so we do that we follow that boom we get to the water station uh, the, the river the, 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 the river yeah. the four-way stop we turn left k and a half two k's later we get to the wah turn left on the wire and as we're going down this hill we see all the people down at the bottom we think oh yeah this is a, this checkpoint. Is a checkpoint yeah amazing rock up and it's a transition area so we yeah pass the checkpoint so now we know roughly where the checkpoint is because now we can calculate the we can readjust readjust and, yeah. and what we need to do so we restock up with with water and and food and stuff like that and we head back out to the checkpoint the checkpoint and that's the, checkpoint the bit i think that's the bit that cost us yeah, yeah because up until that bit we were not winning but we were everybody had we're made the top the three i'd say and everyone had made the same mistakes yeah. earlier in the day everybody was the same level of fatigued at that stage and then we had to go back and you had to tow a runka back yeah it's not like she so go back again to cut this bitch or we eventually found the, that checkpoint you turn back to the transition zone and yeah, it was it was before sunset at that stage. And then this is now where you're about to get new maps. We've got to all rest, recover as quick as we can. No, no, no. So what, what we had to do is before I could get maps, we had to... So generally they include a, a local activity into yeah. these things. And that activity happened at checkpoint two where they gave you a cage of rice and there were two stones and you had to grind rice between the two stones. It's like a round... Like uh, a stirring, an stirring old thing, yeah. Stone Age yeah, really style. Really cool though, like an yeah. epic activity. And yeah. um, I thought... <laughs> it was <laughs> epic until they told us that it was this bag we had to ground. A full ground. kg of rice, yeah. She goes, a kg, then she held up this bag and it looked a bit small, but I'm like, a kg is still a kg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Anyway, so you, we grind the rice as a team. Yeah. We all took turns and then I could only get the maps. After. And then, yeah, then while I was getting the maps, um, well, I got the maps and I was plotting again. It wasn't plotted. So I had to spend time plotting and understanding 
where to go and choose our routes and everything like that. And then you guys then got all my stuff ready yeah. and got each other's stuff ready. And then we're, we're filling up everything. We're filling up all our water. We're trying to put some hydration salts in one of your flasks. We're trying to put the carb drinks in yeah. the other of your flasks. I didn't. You go to me. You go to me here. Can you can you sort my bag out? Blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want. So I'm literally running through your pockets. Go, what's this? This is a, a rubbish of a goo gel. Okay, I'll put a fresh goo gel in there. What's in this pocket? There's a rubbish of a another thing. Okay, I'll put that ver- the new version down. I'm just substituting rubbish yeah. for that. So that I don't know if you did that on purpose, but I was like, that's this is actually massively helpful mm. to put your empty wrapper into the pocket that it came out of. And like yeah. it, this, this is still the space for this thing. Yeah, so I do, that wasn't, but I mean, it's, it's more just so we don't leave rubbish around. Yeah. So I don't want to leave any rubbish, like it's leave no trail. I was stuffing it all in my backpack in a certain pocket to so like, that's my junk pocket. Yeah. But it's actually a better idea if you're not going to, because then, then Dusty had done something similar because he was off doing something else. Mm. I think he had to get the instructions because there was a few changes. Yes. So yes. they called some of the captains over or, and you were doing the thing. So he was over there listening. So I'm doing everybody's water. Arunka is just sitting down. I don't know what she was doing at that. Oh, doing a Band-Aid. She was, she was working... Ta- taping or band-aiding something up um, on herself and uh, now she's about to get a replacement bike so the replacement bike at that stage came for her from some other guy who or girl who dropped out of the the event or finished the 60k event they offered to lend her their bike so yeah so certain adventure racing you can't get a new bike unless it comes from another participant oh, so okay. if another participant is willing to give you a bike you can then use that bike. And the race organizers were incredible like that. They managed to get Urimka another bike, otherwise I was towing her for the rest of the day. Yeah. And that wasn't going to happen in a hurry. Definitely I can promise not. you, I was, I was pretty Considering tired. what you had to do at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. But uh, yeah, so she then has this state-of-the-art bike and I'm left on this like 100-year-old mountain bike. Um, and that part of the day was great. But that was our best section. Yeah, so from from there, I mean, we literally, we got the maps. We did whatever we need to do. The only hookup was, <laughs> so this is Dusty's favorite part of the, the, the trip. Um, he asked Keith to top up the oh, yeah. the back of his, his bladder. But then you fold a piece of fabric over the bladder and then you put the, the, the cover on, yeah. like the slip on and like a cover so it locks it in place. And Keith forgot to put the fabric over the the. the wrap it over the straw and then put the cover on so it seals the thing yeah so Dusty puts his pack on brand new shorts brand new shoes socks <laughs> everything like dry happy as hell and as soon as he gets on the bike all the water of his pack 50 it's it 20 meters away yeah, exactly. 20 meters away and I've he already trips down his back down his <laughs> and I've already like taken off down the road because I'm slow I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first you guys are gonna catch me and I've taken off, da, 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 and I look back, way back, you're stopped. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting. It's, it's black by now. It's yeah. dark. It's completely yeah, nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. So I cycle back, and she's like, he's trying to be nice. He's trying to be like, these things happen, bro. But I could yeah. tell you, just like, yeah. And, and that, that is the beauty of adventure racing, honestly. Like, and kudos <laughs> to Dusty here. You, now we're like 10 hours into a race. We are, oh, oh, everyone's tired. Maybe everyone's even more, yeah. Because it was wet the whole day. Our feet are starting to get yeah. sore. And he, just like, cool, your kid, like, you're an asshole, you're whatever, <laughs> like, chirp, chirp. But, like, you laugh about it and you carry on with what yeah. you, you've got. Yeah. We were all, I, was, I, I stayed in the same clothes. I didn't bother changing. I was like, I'm just whatever it is it's just the way it is let me just get through this yeah. i probably would have changed if we had another day two or two or three or day four just i would have kept real fresh mm. it's like i'm not hurting enough to change just now i'm just going to power through this yeah. yeah and then yeah then we smashed it the next bit nighttime riding and the jungle roads in india yeah so so they had actually also they changed the maps by then and the new maps that we had got were a bit more 
High definition. Yeah, just a little more readable. Yeah. Because that's like they actually gave you a full Google map that was printed so you could kind of see what was going on. And we were edging down into a town as well where there was like better roads, better yes. lit up areas, junctions, yeah. road signs yeah. here so, and so there. So we actually went down all the way to the main like beach resort area yeah. of, of Goa and we're riding down towards towards that. Yeah, we got lost in a golf course, climbed over a fence, security guard shouted at us, fix the fence. No, let, let's, no, 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 no. Let, let me correct this thing properly. Okay. <laughs> so we go through, we ride through this golf course, we get to the beach, I'm like, I'm not going to ride through the beach. I saw a little road to the left through the golf course, so we go through the actual, like, past the, the tee box, the green and everything, and I see exactly where we need to go, so... I see the security guard starting to like... Oh, ride. did you? Yeah, so I'm coming with a torch. So I'm like, guys, oh. quickly. So I chuck my bike over, start passing. I jump over. Now I start passing you guys, your yeah. bike. So one guy jumps, pass the bike. Guy jumps, pass the bike. They see the security. You yeah, guys that's see security a, that, guard. Then coming. I saw, we got about two bikes yeah. over and then I saw the security guard. So I was now, like, oh, go. You guys run and there's old Kippy there that just helped you all get your bikes across the bloody... Uh, the, 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 the fence. We broke it. Talking to this guy... We <laughs> on my own while my team's bugged off. <laughs> we, well, we're a little bit behind you. Just kind of looked. But it was a case of just just go, just move, just get over the fence. And uh, there was a weird stack of, of, bed, of posts on the ground. I was like, worst case, we'll just wedge a post yeah, well, that, underneath yeah, that's it. What I ended up doing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. for leaving me there to fight the security guard on my own. Yeah. He, well, he was waving us towards that. Uh, when he realized the, fi- the fence was going to be fixed and it wasn't going to cause him any more yeah. work, he was chilled. Yeah. It wasn't a case of like, nah, you're trespassing. So then we got that beach checkpoint. That was supposed to be a kayak checkpoint Mm -hmm. because we started too late. They closed the kayak section or because we got lost or whatever the reasons were. It was just too dark at the beginning of the, the, uh, past the cutoff point. Yeah, but they did it for everyone. So it was because we were late. And honestly, by the sounds of it, they actually canceled the kayak leg before because for some reason the authorities wouldn't allow the kayak to happen. So it was cancelled before. And then a second section that was supposed to be a, a run back into the, was a run back into the jungle with the a run or a bike. I can't remember. That was also cancelled because now the animals were on the move, which yeah. is basically tigers and panthers. They told us. Yeah. So I was like, right, yeah. fine, cancel that bit. So then that meant 15 hours on the bike straight. So back that to was back. that was just so you're aware. So that was actually two checkpoints. But they were on the same route that we were pretty much riding. So you just had to walk into the jungle to actually find those checkpoints. Right. So it wasn't like we lost major distance or anything like yeah. that. It was literally the fact that we just carried along the route and then did it from, from there. Yeah, and then the uh, somewhere in the midst of all of this last section, so now it's about 9 or 10 p.m., eh? And we're, uh, yeah. we have to go back, kind of back up the mountain to a certain point. This was that transition first. We had the transition area four, I think it was, where under the bridge. Was so nice, like Arimka had, had coffee for yeah. us, and we had a coffee and chocolate. Yeah. And sat in. Our spirits were high the whole way. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. give it, to, I give it to the team. It was epic. Yeah, there was no, there was no issues, no, no bickering, no nothing. Um, so yeah, we left that underpass at nine forty-five. I remember on the watch, mm. and then it was just the last section, four, I think four or five checkpoints, and this is where you just helped me out massively where I was just not quite on the most steep hills but on this long undulating section on the highway where it just rolls up beside me with his hand out this little tow rope in his between his fingers goes here put this on the middle stem of your bike and I was like what so okay put this on and then we just go woof like a rocket <laughs> now, it was absolutely incredible where it just took off with speed and I was Full blast pedaling as well. I was trying to match your gears. Also trying to avoid hitting your back wheel because we, so, we were pretty close to each other. 
not knowing how far away I could get on this thing because every time I went back I could feel it jerk me mm. so it was obviously extra Ooh, so don't let it go on full blast and we've absolutely smashed this kind of road section and then uh, we must have had another checkpoint or something like that and then we found ourselves going up the mountain and into the grassland area yeah, which was my was cool. that was my second favorite part. Yeah. Just this this dark, just our headlights lighting yeah. up this wet trail in front of us and grass. So the, the first checkpoint. So, so the first. So when we jumped on, it was a thirty-five kilometer bike leg, and what we did is we went off the freeway uh, quite quickly, and then we rode through these winding, meandering uh, roads through like proper rural, yeah, like beachside goa, and we went up into the mountains, and then we got to this little village. Uh, where we crossed the river and we knew we had to, like we knew what the uh, village was called. And we basically went back on ourselves because we had missed a turn like 10 meters, no, like 30 meters. Went back, turned right, well left there backwards um, and then up over the hill. And then we got the first checkpoint at the temple. And then the next checkpoint was in this rice field, uh, like grasslands. Um, And then when you turned off the road to take a bit of a shortcut through the grasslands, there was a lovely single track that like at night, yeah. the stars were out. Yeah. It was, it was just beautiful. Long grass beautiful. was wet and kind of leaned over to one yeah. side and again, small trees spread out across. So when you shine your torch across, you just got this single view of what was happening around yeah. us. Um, that was super cool. And then we, but me and you almost both went into this massive mud patch. Yeah, mud did. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's managed to not drown, but yeah. yeah. And then it was just plain sailing from there. And then what time do we finish at? I can't tell. You, I think it was like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, sometime. Yeah, around sometime there. We got the last checkpoint at the um, at the train station uh, ba- stop, and then uh, we then jumped onto the freeway again, cycled back, uh, did the last little transition area. Uh, so they made you run into the finish and not cycle into yeah. the finish, uh, which was at this pumping nightclub. Yeah. The uh, the what's the hostel called? I can't remember. I don't even know. At, at the hostel on the on the finish line and. Yeah, that was the, the epic journey. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. And then we were doing, just sitting down, and we realized we were trying to put together where we'd finished. And there's one group there, like, yeah, we won. It's like, okay, so we didn't win. Where did we finish? <laughs> we we're trying to figure it out where we finished. It's like fourth, fifth, or sixth, or somewhere like that. But yeah, and then we just chilled for a bit. Body was broken. Thank God it was over. Um, wasn't too, well, it was sore. It was stiff and sore, but like, no blisters, you know, no busted open skin, no no accidents, you know. It wasn't like someone had fallen off the bike, thankfully. One lady got hit by a moped. Remember that lady at the yeah, beginning? Yeah, in the race, yeah. Right at the beginning, we opened it, running down the, str- the road, whatever it was. First 500 meters. Yeah, a moped mm. s- flew past us, and then behind us, we heard this screech. Boom. Turn around, and there's a, literally a lady getting out of the ditch, moped on its side. I got a man getting up off the ground from the moped. And she continued on. She finished the race. Mm. Um, but yeah, so all in all, a massive success. Lovely little finishing, closing ceremony the next day. Yeah. So. No, it was, it was, a, it was an unbelievable race, honestly. And, and again, like just a massive kudos to the guys at uh, Inth um, yeah. Adventure. Because it's, honestly, to the whole Indian community, it's unbelievable seeing like adventure racing and we said this um, and I think you actually said this on, on the live broadcast or whatever that adventure racing is generally a, a older person sport mm. like it, it's not for 20 year olds and stuff like that 25 year olds you don't see that much in, on the international scene but yet the whole Indian contingency is young guys young people guys and girls, so yeah. I'm excited to see where the growth of the sport comes from from that that young generation and, and obviously um, Ajita and the team 
they've they've done such a good thing. Yes, the maps may not be the best, but that is adventure racing. Yeah. That is what makes it so epic and, and so it, beautiful and so hard. And not only that, everyone had the same map. It's not like you got. It's not like we got a dodgy version. 100%. and Someone else got a perfect version. And and and, and that, that that intersection that we went wrong, we're on the Haka Bark. I take full responsibility for that. Like that, I knew we should have <laughs> gone down left. I knew we should have. I but had I didn't no say idea. Anything. I was just trying to grit through yeah. this leg pain, hamstring cramp, groin cramp, just get and to the yeah. top of this hill. Yeah, exactly. And once we get to that viewpoint, and I knew we had to go down, we should have just gone yeah. down. I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have hesitated in my abilities but that's the beauty of adventure racing that yeah it, it's you got to get it wrong to get it right but, like but the, the thing about it. those mistakes like they were the early mistakes were so costly yeah and then it was back on mm. do you know what i mean it was just boom this competition's exploded back into life because now we're all back together we've all mm. We've all made the same realization because they what had happened was those guys had gone up to the top of the hill way ahead of us we turned back and then turned back to go two up hours. again they, yeah two hours extra they went up then they came back down and one of the guys says to me he goes that trail just leads to circling the top of the hill at the, on the contours so they went all the way up to the very top i don't know how much further many a couple of yeah. hundred meters further and they just went in a circle and got back to the trail and they were like well we can only go down now we've gone wrong so they come all the way back down and we saw them um, and then we separated ourselves. We're in this forest, this this riverbed, and we think, right now it's just a survival game, just to get out of this, get back onto the trail, and just tick the boxes from now on, just get through this whole event. And boom, we're back in. We're in the lead without realizing. We see the guys flying down in second place. Like, oh, this is it. Um, let's go this way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Ajita and those guys, they did an awesome job. It was. It was interesting to see how just how much energy they brought the day before, mm. during the event, like the day after. They'd not slept. They were pumped to be there. They were pumped that we had shown up. They were we were almost like VIPs. Um, I did I think two interviews. You did, you had a speech on the <laughs> mic. Actually, we all had speeches at the end in the closing ceremony. They asked yeah, us a, yeah. a lot of questions. Um, that closing ceremony was cool. I thought it was it was going to go on for ages when she t said she's going to thank everybody. And then it was a really nice way. She thanked everybody, told a funny story, like from the camera crew to the driver, to the driver who was mm -hmm. just driving a team down, and he ended up chipping in to help out. He got a big shout out, and everyone thanked him. And they all got like little awards. Little, little so gifts, yeah. passion and thought and, and care that has gone into to the series and, and these races. It's honestly, anyone that, that listens to us, that's an international adventure race or from Dubai, like yeah. go give it a go. It's, Definitely. It's unbelievable. And, like, I, I just want to say this quickly now. Like, I'm so impressed with you, Dusty, and, and Arimka because it's not an easy form of racing. It's not. We all know it's not. And you guys, literally, with very minimal like, time to prepare, absolutely no. I mean, what was the longest you had ever cycled before that? A few hours. A few hours? Yeah. Okay. And the longest you had run? four five six hours four five six hours so the most you've got in your legs is probably your summit attempts and stuff like oh, that. oh yeah yeah but the reality is is that you don't come a cycling background and most 80 percent of that was cycling yeah Arimka has i mean you guys had to rent a bike you don't even own your own bikes yeah and you get through and you you smash this thing in 16 and a half hours i think we did i can't remember yeah and it's it's just it's, it's honestly it's kudos to you guys for actually 
taking it on first off and actually just smashing it and getting getting the job done that's what adventure racing yeah. is it's, it's ego aside we work together and we get the job done and it was it was a privilege and an honor to do take you guys on this journey and to do this journey journey with you guys so it was it was epic well man it was a it was a pleasure being with you seeing the raw power that you still had in the tank like towing me along those roads so late in the night and then when, that, when you overtook those two mopeds which is a thing that actually happened these two <laughs> mopeds went crawling by two guys that had told us the name of the village we were in a, f a few hours earlier cruised past us and gave us a few beep beep and a wave the next thing Warwick's just like boom, 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 down the outside of the guys just overtook them um, but yeah look I don't know there's no way you're not going to finish that do you know what I mean my yeah. biggest issue was well, just holding the team up so just figure out a strategy to just get through yeah. it. The hills were, were, were long and steep sometimes, but I figured out a bit of a way to just just hammer it down the hill and get up the next hill as quick as you can and then just spin the wheels. I honestly have never felt such pain in my hamstrings. I've never felt that kind of pain in the, the last few days. They're fine today, but unlike any, it's not, it's not a gym session soreness. It's a really different soreness right in the back of the tendons. Um, so that was that's interesting to see i don't know what the, has, the difference is but look it was a whopper a whopper event um i would definitely recommend to anybody listening there's a 60k option in the one we did you could test the water with that i don't know if we would have got through 140ks if we didn't have you on the team to be honest like i don't know who could have done a, as good a job as you did taking us around from the prep before getting us just motivated and organizing the flights and the hotels with Ajita and the, everything like that it probably wouldn't have happened had you not been driving that ship so thanks for that it was epic as you say and uh yeah i would say to anyone get involved contact warwick he's looking for people <laughs> he's looking for people for the philippines <laughs> well, i yeah. don't know yeah and honestly i just I i'd like to just add in there keith though like honestly this distance of racing the 12 hour the the, the 24 hour and uh, so it's a 20 when they say 24 hours got a 24 hour cutoff you have to finish race in 24 hours it's not that it takes you 24 hours to do the race um but the 12 hour to 24 hour distance it's a really good distance for someone that is stepping into adventure racing and and willing to explore you learn so much about who you are through events like this and, and races like this because it's not just it's how you deal with people it's how you deal with adverse situations I, I was, I, was met, I met a gentleman this morning we we're talking about the race and stuff and like i've got i'm running a business at the moment and i've got things that are happening and it's stressful there's a lot going on and you're constantly getting hard knocks and stuff like that and at the end of the day you you think they problems you think yeah. they it's hard you think it's tough and then you do a race like this yeah and for me personally you then realize what really this is this is hard. running out of water yeah. On a four-hour bike, there needs to be a four-hour bike, hike a bike that ends up being six, seven, eight hours, yeah. hike a bike. You very re quickly realize what hard is. Yeah. And what those minor is. details, like, yes, they're stressful. They, they, they are a big part of your life, but there's so much more to life and how to handle those situations with people. Because with, you do, you have to handle your team. You can't just snap at your team. Yeah. You can't just leave your team behind like, oh, fuck this, I'm out. Cheers, guys. I'll leave you here. You're going to go from the in the mountains in your own yeah. get lost yeah good luck at that so it, it, it's honestly it's a great way of, of discovering who you are and what you're about and if anyone wants to get into it please shout like I'm, I love the sport I love adventure and 
I would love to see the the sport grow as as much as possible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have I have examples of the same thing since we we've done this where people people under stress asking me for stuff and I'm like. I can tell you're stressed. This is nothing stressful about what's happening right now. Oh, your little world has been slightly disordered and disorganized and forget it. Come with us to the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Arunka put it best in one of her posts, which we'll probably wrap up on this. She just simply said, it was an amazing experience and she she learned that there is softness in hardship. And I was like, that's cool. That's a cool way to, to look at it because as much as we were struggling and everybody's in the in the shit, everyone's down and out for different reasons, different times, peaks and troughs. Everyone's still making sure that you're looking after how you conduct yourself in this team. Do you know what I mean? I can't take my frustration out. I can't do, if I was by myself, this is how I would act, A, B, C, D. Right now, I'm part of a team. There's a dynamic here. We need to, we need to sustain this dynamic. We need to get over this finish line. I need to curb that and act appropriate. You know, no matter how agitated, hungry, thirsty, tired, snappy, whatever I am, even if I don't agree, we should be going down, up, left, right. It's just, all right, what's best for the team is we just, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're yes, in, 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 let's go. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it is everything's team, team decision at, at the end of the day. And I'm glad you've realized this before we go to um, Philippines and race <laughs> during the Flamances together. So, the, so just, just a final note, I'm not going to the <laughs> Philippines. The winner of the event at the weekend had automatic qualification to the is the world championships in the philippines no no, no, well, it's, no, no it's just the uh, asian championships okay so at one point in this thing when we we're winning i was like oh no like i'm gonna have to have a re I'm, I'm not going to the philippines i don't <laughs> i'm just not going how do i have a conversation we better not win but then i want to win but then we better not win because i don't want to have this awkward conversation with the guys that goes i'm not going to the philippines it's the wrong time of year firstly but also like I can't do this to myself again. I think it was two days in the Philippines, is it? Three days. Yeah, see you later. Yeah, I'm three not, It's a three-day cutoff. Oh, my God. Like, I'm never going to do this again on a rent-a-bike. Put it that way. And I don't see myself buying a bike and doing the hard yards enough to, 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 to do even a two-day or a three-day event. So let's see. But Philippines works looking for... Team. Team members. Yeah, la, let's go. <laughs> in December. Cool. All right, Warwick, where can people catch you? Do you, you, you got rid of your Instagram, would you? No, no, I'm back on I'm back on it for now. Uh, it's, it's a love-hate relationship, me and Instagram. Yeah. So, let's see. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. Warwick McNichol, isn't it? At, yeah, Warwick uh, McNichol. That's it. And just talk briefly about your upcoming event. Just plug it while we're here. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, so, yeah, we've got the Birch to Birch Half Marathon. Uh, the first edition of Birch to Birch Half Marathon. It's going to be a experiential based half marathon uh, what that means is we're trying to cut away from the standard cookie cutter of just put an event on and you run you finish you're done uh, we're renting birch park for for three days so it's under the the heart of the birch khalifa um, it's, it, it, it's obviously a cost and we want to really put on a good show that that shows what events and running events should be in in dubai and um, the entries are from 50 to 200 dirhams so we're not going the standard three four five six hundred dirhams an entry um, it's honestly my passion for running and, and sport is what is, is driving this and I believe that athletes are first and it's how we represent that in giving the athletes as much as we possibly can and sponsors as much as we possibly can for their, for their buck. So come along honestly 21st of Jan. Um, 21st very, of January, 21st yeah. 21st of Jan. I'm very excited for it. Um, it's, it's going to be epic. You will be wowed. 
along the route, along every aspect of it. Um, I know you guys, the training room, are going to be there. Yeah, TTR um, Endurance, sign up, Sean Burgess, get in touch. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be epic and, and I, I cannot wait. I'm very excited to bring this one to Dubai and it's been a five-year journey for me. So, yalla, let's go. Awesome, bud. Well, thanks for that. And uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya. <laughs>